We're live. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Bill is not with us today. Um, unfortunately, had a severe accident. We hope he survives. Thoughts and prayers for Bill. Uh, he's on a respirator. And uh, we'll give you more details later. Uh, I am Tommy G. Welcome to the Stay Cashin Show. I am joined by the best producer in the world. Actually, I didn't say it. What up? Let's get weird. Evan Han. What up? I just learned uh, your last name is of German descent, uh, Irish descent instead of German descent. Yep. You're, it is. You're it, little lad. It is Irish. I uh, I burn in the shade. That is how pale I am. Yeah. You look like uh, you. Wouldn't you think he's German? Raggets. With that mustache, for sure. Yeah, you you look more like uh, you'd be uh, burning people in ovens than burning in the shade. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Joey Rackets, what up, motherfucker? What's up, Tommy G? How we doing today? I'm doing good. I had to I had to wear the Mariners hat because you said I curse everything in chat last night, so I'm just gonna curse your Mariners and players from now on. I I believe I just said you are cursed. You are cursed. So I'm just gonna bring it to you now. I don't like it. Uh, I'm not proud of it, and I don't ever want to see that again. Uh, but I do believe you gave me the stiff arm. I, mean, I did. You I did. Uh, and that's uh, a, that's probably us jousting in the backgrounds during this uh, this Padres Dodgers match. Yes, yes. Um, that was last night. That was a lot of fun when my father's disposed of your doyers. Yeah, and everybody and, uh, in the chat starts piling on. Shut up. Oh, it's me and Tommy. Great. It's not me and you. It's hey, me and Tommy. Cut it out. It's great. Fucks. It's great. I loved everyone piling on you. I actually Stupid. very, very much enjoyed that. Rackets did his notorious. I mean, we were posting all kinds of shit in the couch. Uh, me dunking on Rackets with my little <laughs> my little bitmoji just fucking dunking on him. Like, we had all kinds of shit going on. Shit not on me. It's oh, it's great. I loved it so much. It was my favorite. Because Rackets was hiding, Evan. He was hiding. I knew, I knew he was lurking. He thinks I'm fucking stupid. Rackets is like a fucking like bird that just like sits on a perch when I'm talking like tons of shit. And then you see Hater come in and Hater was like starting to give it up. And you know, Rackets is just sitting there on the perch, not saying anything, <laughs> just waiting to strike the second he, Hater gives he up. He walked that guy and I'm like, oh, I'll let this be the fucking time, I'm like, man. He's sitting there going fucking nuts. But, uh, but yeah, so my Padres came through. Seattle with a bone crushing loss the other day, uh, soul crushing, just forget about gambling. We actually made more money on the hedge than we did on the bet itself. Ah, just, just brutal. So we'll talk a little bit about the MLB games that were and the games that are, because we have a game at three 30 today. And I think that's it. Joey rackets. I believe that by the way, Bill's not on a respirator guys. I made that up. Uh, his mom yeah. hurt a wrist, So he's at the hospital with her. Um, I, I believe the Yankee game is canceled. Joey rackets. Yeah, it's postponed, so we're only going to get one baseball game today, which we just I said it last week or two weeks ago uh, when they released the – it was last week when they released the playoff schedule. I said, why are they playing one game, giving the Yankees a, day, a game off, and then scheduling another game two for the day after? They, they wasted a 70-degree beautiful day yesterday to get game two in, and now there's a fucking rain del- – that was postponed, and they're going to have to play <sighs> game two tomorrow afternoon, and – then they lose the fucking travel day. It's stupid. It's so October, stupid. October, November. They're playing these fucking playoffs, right? It goes like Jeter was Mister November, right? Like it goes all the way into fucking November. These baseball seasons, you have to plan for bad weather, whether it's fucking snow or rain or fucking thunder, lightning, whatever the fucking. We had football games getting delayed over the last two games. The Marshall game was delayed. I mean, these fucking baseball schedulers are idiots. Two games on, one game off. Two games on, one game. That's how you fucking do it. 
Stop spacing this shit out different. And then if you need to get a weather situation, you can move the game to the next day. Now you got now you're not playing for two days. Like this throws off the whole home field advantage. And the, like, before when they released the schedule, Major League Baseball <clears throat> said that they were uh, play, playing all four all four games on um, day one, so that nobody no team had an extra day off advantage. Well, you ended up giving the American League an extra day off advantage by not playing them the normal schedule. And Fuck, now you have a so situation stupid. where the Yankees, who win the division and get the advantage of the other team having to you know run from a series right into another series. Now they get two extra days off in between to basically reset their rotation and they're right probably on par. And right lose now. the travel day now. Yeah, it's it just fucking uh, absolutely ridiculous. So um, we'll talk a little bit about baseball. We'll go into a little college football. Probably most fixed college football game I've ever seen in my life uh, last night for the Marshall game. Uh, we'll talk about the game tonight. Very excited for this game tonight, Joey Rackets. I mean, can, how are you not jacked up for the Washington Redskins versus the Chicago Bears? Dude, the, the uh, NFL commercial said a no-nonsense NFC matchup, and I'm like, this thing is all nonsense. What, that's are, you, like, what are you talking no, about? A no-nonsense no Like That's like the sexiest thing they could put on this, right? It's the worst. The bare-bones, no-nonsense matchup. That's like <laughs> Evan being like, yo, my hot girl has a friend for you. And I'm like, what is she? She's a great personality, and she's friendly. <laughs> Yeah, you know, like I immediately know she's a pig. Right? <laughs> <laughs> she's a wonderful person and gives a lot to charity. She's you know, only three fifty. Yeah, this is a bare knuckles, you know, no nonsense matchup. Oh Evan, God. we were talking about voicemails before the show. Uh, have you guys heard Bill's voicemail? By the way, Bill's Bill's voicemail is atrocious. I mean, it's the worst. You might call. It might be the suicide prevention hotline. Not going to answer because he's because he it would. He's gonna, you're gonna kill yourself if you listen to it. It's the worst. Hold on. He's not gonna answer because it isn't awful. Come on. Can't you hear be able it. To... Can you hear the phone ringing? No. No? Dude, your noise cancellation's insane, bro. <laughs> Hi, this is Bill. Leave a message. There it is. <laughs> That's it. Hi, this is Bill. Hi, this is Bill. We're going to Oh. Like, that's not your fucking voicemail. Hi, this is Bill. You want to play on mine, Evan? Let's do yours. Okay, so I asked Evan. I played Evan's, right? Let me just play Evan's. Evan, send this to voicemail. Mine's not good. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Uh, you reached Evan. I couldn't get to the phone right now, but leave a message and I'll give you a call back. Yay! <laughs> Impossible. Uh, you've reached Evan. Leave me a voicemail and I'll call you back if you haven't fallen asleep already. Impossible. Listening to my voice message. And then Evan starts ripping me. A new yeah, ass. He was ripping him. He's like, oh, what's yours, Tommy? What's oh, yours? Yeah. Let's call Tommy G. Oh, Jesus. This was not planned. This was impromptu before the show. What up? This is Tommy G. Leave me a voice message and I'll be sure to never check it ever. It's 2022. Why are you trying to leave me a voice message? Send me a text. <laughs> stupid. Like a, like a <laughs> fucking champion. You should have ended it dropped stupid. on Evan Hand. <laughs> we were, this kid calls me out in the pre-show. Out of nowhere. I call him making fun of Bill's message. And he's like, let's hear your message. I'm like, oh, let's hear yours first there, fucking nerd. <laughs> fucking nerd Birmingham. Oh, fucking. 
23 years old, shouldn't give a fuck in the world racket, should be doing blow up hookers' asses. 24, mm, fucking brain. Freshly turned 24. Get it right, Tommy. Fucking, should be sitting there right now with his six pack like this without a shirt on doing this fucking show. <laughs> and and he's fucking all, uh, oh, you've reached heaven. I'm, I'm a businessman now. The worst. I'm an established yeah, so businessman. Fucking tell it like it is. Some, I'm sure people call me just to hear my voice message. I mean, they don't call you to hear your voice. You don't fucking pick up the phone. I should just sing a lullaby next time. <laughs> if if you want to call Tommy G, his number is five. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it doesn't matter. Give it out. It don't I'm matter. Like, he won't call. He won't answer anyways. <laughs> you want it? Here you go, guys. You can have it. Uh, all right. So uh, what do we got for headlines here, um, Money? Uh, well, I guess Dan Snyder, if you guys don't know him, he's the owner of the Commanders, Redskins, football team, whatever. And obviously that team, that organization has been involved with scandals for the past like 15 years, basically. Sex, sex scandals, a lot of them. Sex scandals. And now he's saying that he has enough dirt to blow up the entire NFL, Roger Goodell and other owners. So basically he's just blackmailing the entire NFL so he can just remain the owner of the commanders. I mean, I love it, Redskins. So the the big thing about this, Rackets, is Snyder's – billionaires are fucking not stupid right like we've talked about the cabal and i know i'm big in the conspiracies evan maybe if it's like a ncaa peacock he's into him you know but that's about it and uh rackets you're kind of in between like you fall into some of them but don't go too crazy with it the one conspiracy everyone knows is that there is an elite group of people who control everything right like it doesn't matter who they are anunnaki it's the jews it's the italians it's the blacks it doesn't matter who the fuck it is there's a group of people who control pretty much everything and they are multi-billionaires and then there's levels to them right there's Rothschilds and Soros's people above them and then there's the Snyders like anything else yeah there's the Snyders and the Johnsons and the people who own football teams right like they're right at the top you know no one is just a football team owner you know like that's something you do for fun once you become a multi-billionaire these guys know where every bone is buried on every single body and if they don't know where it is they can find it in two seconds rackets and the whole system is built on blackmail that's why mike mccarthy keeps getting jobs because once you're in the good old boys network and they can trust you and they know like carlos beltran got a broadcasting job with the yankees he can't even speak english and he's fucking terrible and And he was caught up in the cheating scandal too he's a traitor he left the yankees to go to houston and was the creator of the cheating scandal, which destroyed the Yankees' chances of winning a World Series, right, Rackets? Yep. And he's broadcasting in the booth. Why? Well, probably because when that shit was going down, Carlos Beltran played for the Yankees right before the Astros. And he was probably doing some cheating shit with the Yankees. So as it was going down, they probably said, hey, keep your mouth shut and we'll make you a fucking broadcaster for a few years, even though you're terrible. There's always a blackmail system, Rackets, and Snyder knows where every motherfucking bone in America is buried. And I want it to implode on everyone and destroy the NFL. No, it's because Snyder buried 90% of them. That dude is <laughs> one of the dirtiest fucking dudes in the entire league, man. And it's not even like just this thing. It was the fucking, all the scandals from all, he's been locked up in controversy forever. Ever since I remember the Bruce Smith thing back fucking 20 years ago, dude. Like, that dude has just been a scumbag since day one. Not surprising at all. The thing about it is I feel like they're all the same. The only difference is his shit just comes out more often because he's sloppier with it. You know, like, he's not doing his shit alone. 
He's not oh, the no. owner no, no, no. doing these prostitute boat parties. I mean, Howie comes on. Uh, I don't know if Howie will be able to join us today, but Howie was on the voice chat uh, with us the other day telling stories about when he was an assistant coach at Georgia Southern and telling stories about what went on in these college campuses. And I have stories of what went on at those campuses. We won't share here. We share it behind the paywall. And, you know, like how uh, even some people that were telling him stories about Ogeron at LSU, how he was bringing strippers and letting strippers in the locker room and getting drunk on the field. Like that shit doesn't come out until after they leave. Right. But everyone knew that for the last eight years, it was a part of Louisiana sports. So everyone knows what's going on. I just can't wait for him to drop the bomb on it because he's gonna, and it's going to get fucking ugly. You're going to see someone die shortly. You're going to see someone fucking disappear. Either someone close to Snyder or possibly Snyder himself. You'll see someone disappear if this gets heated enough because they'll have to cut the head off the snake uh, to sacrifice their own asses. Right? Jimmy in the chat said, uh, Jerry is the worst, I bet. And when we were just talking about that, I was thinking, like, literally, Jerry Jerry Jones reminds me of, like, Hugh Hefner. So, as dirty as that dude was, he's probably just as dirty. Yeah, I mean, I would say Mark Davis because he just literally looks like a human <laughs> reptile. Yeah, him too. Like, yeah, put a picture of Mark Davis up, Evan, if you can. I mean, uh, there's no way this kid, ha this dude hasn't had, like, a fucking train of children running naked from his bedroom <laughs> on a consistent basis. Like, there's no way this dude's not finger-popping nine-year-olds. Like, he fucking looks like a the, the fucking snake. He looks like a wizard. Like, Worth a billion dollars and he gets a fucking yeah. cut like that. Uh, so, I'm... <laughs> <laughs> if you guys had to pick an owner who you think is at the top of this cabal that we're talking about, who would it be? I have my answer. I, I mean, want your answer. I, I, Mark Davis. <laughs> Look at that face. I don't know. I mean, what do you think? Let me let me see. NFL owners. I, Rackets, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to go. With I mean, I would say Woody Johnson is probably right there. He owns fucking J and J. I was going to go. I was going to go with Jerry right off the get go, but I'm starting to lean towards Shad Khan, the dude for the Jaguars. Mm. Oh, it's a good call. I, I am personally going with the old bitch who owns the bears. Oh, that's Virginia. Halas McCaskey. Good call. I like that too. Go she is, that's two, she that's two has, real good polls. Tommy G, you got to yeah. do those two. That's nice. Wow. Um, you're not going Sheila Ford, huh? Ooh, Detroit. Woman, Ford. She's owned the team since 1963. Ooh, that might be a good poll, too. I mean, the Ford family. I mean, you can't fucking get much bigger than the fucking Ford family. Bob's lessons will be happy I took Shad Khan. Yeah, I like Chad Khan. I like when you go outside. I mean, listen, the, the hierarchy is going to be Art Rooney. Um, I think you got to go Sheila Ford with the Ford family. And I think Kraft is one too. I see Kraft in the chat. That's that's another one, man. Yeah, but that these are newer guys, right? Like when you're looking at the fucking king shit of that movement. Like I see Jerry Jones as like the What about uh, the Giants owner? The Giants dude. Is he is he new or no? They've had the team for a while, right? Who's that? The Giants? Giants. Yeah, Mara. They've owned it for the, yeah, probably forever. The <laughs> John Mara and Steve Tish, 50% each. Oh, there's two of them. That makes it more dangerous. Uh, they aren't the original owners, but the original the Giants. That ownership group was acquired the Giants in 1925 for $500. God damn! What? That's a good investment. That's a great investment. That's a good investment. 
to buy the Giants. Actually, believe it or not, Virginia Hallis, uh, 1920 Bears, $100. To God damn. That was probably your whole family's <laughs> monthly bread ration for the month. $100. I thought Art Rooney. I remember hearing Art Rooney. Art Rooney's $2,500 he paid for the Steelers. But, uh, yeah, that hierarchy is there. I think Jerry Jones is more of like a – more of like a – like a like a, a prop that they use like a puppet right like, like a placeholder type he deal. can never be too powerful because he wants to party too much you know like i do see him in the hugh hefner role where he's very influential and very important but more like you know I see, and i see ursay in that same thing ursay loves his drugs man that dude's fucking spaced out yeah meanwhile him. sheila ford ham is just sitting back fucking all decrepit like, <laughs> bring me jerry <laughs> jerry Stop fucking the cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Where's Snyder? Snyder! Stop it! She an old Jewish woman? I don't even know. Like her Virginia Slims. <laughs> I honestly don't even know what she looks like. I'm just assuming she looks like that. Virginia oh. Ford Hamp. See? Uh, oh, she's not even old. She's like fifty. Uh, <laughs> Martha Ford was the one I was thinking of. Mar so I guess Martha Ford passed it on to Virginia Ford. So yeah, Martha Ford. Martha Ford's the one. Virginia, I'm controlling them. <laughs> These old fucks keep fucking kids. We're gonna lose the league. <laughs> <laughs> and get rid of this Watson guy. He's get him out of here. Too much spotlight. <laughs> all right what other headlines we got <laughs> um <laughs> Devonte adams charged with a mis misdemeanor assault for pushing that guy monday night i mean what do you think of that Rackets? i mean dude yeah we said it as soon as it happened we're like dude that's assault bro you can't just you can't just fucking do that <laughs> you, can't just, you can't just get the fuck out of my way push him down he's a fucking league employee dude stop <laughs> Yeah. I and understand you lost, but don't be a bitch, bro. But, dude, the best is, like, ESPN, which is nothing but, like, black women and black athletes now on every show. They're all, like, defending Devontae Adams. Like, they're all like, well, you know, like, it wasn't right, but, you know, he doesn't have a history of this. And, he, yeah, okay. Let a fucking white quarterback push a black guy with a fucking stick and watch what would have happened, you know, in the outcry. Listen, uh, he's that, a piece the of linebacker, shit. The linebacker from the Bengals, however many years ago, or like Pac-Man Jones or like one of those dudes. If one of those dudes did it, nobody would be defending them. So, right. no, Vontaze Perfect? Vontaze Perfect, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. Yeah, you got it. But, I mean, still, Vontaze Perfect stayed in the league and this, that, and the other. They still stayed around. The, uh, the bottom line is you show your true character by your actions when no one's looking. Right? Like, that's it. And that we just saw who Devontae Adams really is. I, everyone's like, he's a good guy. He's a good. No, he's not a good guy. I just saw everything I need to know about Devontae Adams right there in that moment that he's not a good guy because I have been enraged that I will destroy remotes and all this kind of shit. But if someone's walking by me harmless, I'm not going to fucking shove them because I'm like that. You're a fucking asshole, especially since the game didn't like end that second. Like, you were walking off, like, you had time to cool down. It wasn't like you dropped the ball on the sideline and running and someone's right in front of you as you're running. You're a fucking jerk off. And should the guy get millions of dollars pursuing him? No. But at the same token, fucking Alex Jones has to pay like a billion dollars to 15 families because he said mean things about him 15 years ago. And he didn't so, even push him. 
If yeah, if they're gonna get fucking you know forty five million each, then yeah, fucking throw this kid a milli. Let him get a mill. Make learn your lesson, Devontae. Fucking jerk off. I think that's I'm just what having Derek Carr as your quarterback does to you. And, uh, probably, yeah. That's that seems like it. But we were so good together in college. Um, no, just text Howie. Howie just texted me back. He said he's good. Yeah, uh, just let him know what time. Um, what else we got here? That's 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 really it. We can uh, recap the Monday night game for a few minutes before we get into college, if you want. Yeah, let's do let's do that for a second, uh, and then we're going to college football bets for tonight. Um, what do you think, Rackets? Monday night football game. Every uh, Thursday, I forget who played. I was just saying, I got to think about who played them. I got to go check um, who played. Uh, Raiders, oh, Chiefs. Yeah, Raiders. it was the Chiefs game. Yeah. Um, dude, <laughs> I that we I gave you guys a double result on Monday. Uh, Raiders at half, Chiefs for the game. Plus six fifty. I thought that was easy. Um, not easy, but like once, <laughs> once the Raiders won, once well, the Raiders was a double result. They say it was easy. Once I mean, once the Raiders were leading at halftime, I thought it was easy. And I think it was. was I, yeah, I didn't think it was. There was any way that they weren't going to win the game. While we were even talking about it at halftime, they were only plus one forty four at that point. You could have even hedged the double result right there, but with the with the Chiefs getting the ball right out of halftime, um, a couple people asked in the chat. I said, just wait. They're, they're getting the ball. Just wait. See if they score. They went down, scored a touchdown, didn't even have to hedge at that point, waited to get the lead to hedge. And uh yeah, they almost blew it. But if you're gonna if you're gonna have plus six fifty on one side and give me seven hundred on the other side, I have no I don't give a shit what happens. It was a great call. Say. It was a great call. Almost as great as uh us deciding that uh the faction was going to be in play. And uh And we didn't even miss that under by too much. I mean the total yeah. the total ended up at fifty nine, but for the first half of that game it was it was trending toward the under. I think Evan Hand is being invaded by aliens. The um, yeah, it just went black. I gotta change. I gotta change some shit. I don't want to look stupid on camera. Uh, okay. It just looked, it looked like there was. It looked like a planet. It looked like remember when they faked the moon landing? Like, that's what it looked like. Yeah, back when they faked the moon landing. Yeah, look at that. See that? Look that. That's the flicker that I saw. Yep. The uh, so I don't even remember. I'm so fucking frazzled right now. Heaven, heaven's got me thinking about the moon landing. I can't stop uh, watching it now. The craziest thing: the faction dual boost. The odds boost before the game. Remember, Rackets? I'm like, dude, the odds boost is Kelsey 40 yards, Devontae Adams 40 yards at plus money. How does that not happen? Like, it's impossible, right? And Adams shouldn't have even gotten it with, aside from that bomb in the first we quarter. We said so. it with the fucking, uh, the one the week before that was like, how is it Waddle and these, you know, Tyreek Hill not getting, and Waddle finishes at 39. What do you know? Travis Kelsey scores four touchdowns, has like eight catches, and still finishes under the 40-yard odds boost. Yeah. I mean, we don't play them. We play against them. But me and Rackett spend all day figuring out who's the one that they're trying to – that they're going to fuck with on the odds boost. And it ended up being Kelsey. But he did enough to win the game, but enough to make sure Fandle won their money. So uh, congrats to him for that. I mean, it was a good game. It's what you'd expect. Uh, Raiders got off to a nice start. Raiders showed how good of a team they are at the beginning of the game and then showed why they're the Raiders in the second half. You know, this they is more for – this is more for tomorrow's show, but uh, looking at that Bills Chiefs game, I can't remember the last time I saw the Chiefs at home being underdogs. That yeah. that line screams Chiefs to me. But I yeah. mean, I don't I don't know how I play it, but I just thought that was really 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 really. There's awful. a couple insane lines uh, this week. There's a couple insane NFL lines, and there's a really insane college football line, which I'm going to bring up to Howie in a minute. Uh, once we pivot over there, yeah. So Monday night, pretty uneventful. Uh, we'll go into the Thursday night game in a second. Is Howie ready? He is ready. All right, let's bring Howie Dewey in and let's talk some college football, get some plays here. 
Mr. Dewey, how how you doing? How we doing? <laughs> while we, uh, Tommy, while we're doing college football, I'm gonna go in the parent line and I'll pop back in just in time for the NFL game. All right, perfect, good. All right, so Howie, how you doing? Good, brother. Good that they finished that game. Yeah, dude. Fucking, uh, we were talking before we get into some college football, and I give you a little credit here for calling that ULL last night. Um, me and Evan and Rackets were talking about who do you think the most powerful. Uh, NFL owner is like who's the head of the evil empire up there at the top? I mean, it's it's tough to argue against Jerry Jones, but uh, I mean he's a beast. But the, the fucking dude in Washington's a piece of work, man. <laughs> yeah, Snyder can't be the top, right? Because he's getting like he's ready to blackmail everyone. Yes, you know I mean? but Snyder's just a, he's a piece of work. Like I think Jones, Kraft, and Snyder are like the cool kids, right? Like they're going and getting yeah. blowjobs from masseuses. Uh, I, I said it was Sheila Ford uh, of the Ford family, you know, the, or or what was her mother's name? The older Ford up there in her her throne, like Mrs. Burns, uh, just torturing the other owners. The Hollis is from Chicago, man. That's a money making. Uh... They got some cash, and and of course, shit. The you know why they have cash, Howie? Ready for this? Oh, the the Hallises? I want you to guess how much the Hallises bought the Chicago Bears for. What for three hundred and fifty dollars? One hundred dollars. Yeah, I was gonna say back in three. That's kind of like I'll tell you who's got money too, man, and has probably you know who's got the most power in the NFL is the fucking Rooneys from Pittsburgh. Yeah, because every, everybody likes the Rudys. Uh-huh. They got money. They run that town. That's what that's what kind of what I felt about the Johnson family. You know, like everyone yeah. likes it. They haven't been around long. They're like the new like hierarchy, the Obamas that came in, you know, like yeah. the new guard that's coming in to take over. But everyone loves them and they control the biggest fucking drug company in the world that's murdering all the the people in the world. So <laughs> I think they I think they have a lot of power. So how we doing yesterday? I had Marshall on a money line in one of my parlays like a fucking jerk off. I didn't realize that uh, the worst coach in America was coaching Marshall. And we watched the game together. You told me before the game, right as it was going off, you said, watch out for the Cajuns tonight. And I said, oh, fuck, I'm on the wrong side. I didn't have a strong lean. And uh, your Cajuns came through. They looked good. Yeah, they looked good. They beat the shit out of Marshall. Yeah. I mean, do you? Marshall was throwing in a monsoon. Yeah, yeah. That second quarterback that came in showed a little promise, but you know, that, like I say in that conference, I don't care who's playing who. Ten points is too much against anyone. Yeah. Those teams are good. Yeah. Those teams beat each other up, but out of conference, they beat big teams. Yeah. Like we said, Georgia Southern beat Nebraska. Marshall beat Notre Dame. App State, uh, they beat somebody big. App State beginning of the year had a monster win. We had it. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, this weekend is going to be great. There's some amazing games I like. But tonight, man, tonight's two good games. It is. It is. It's nice. You know, it's nice to have two good games. I have a funny feeling, Dewey, we're going to be on the opposite side of one of them. We haven't spoken about it. But we're going well, to see. We're going to see. Let's start with the one I think we'll be on the same side of. Uh, probably the one we have less of a lean on, too, is the Temple Central Florida game. UCF laying 23 and a half total 46 and a half to Temple. Uh, for some reason, FanDuel did not find either team worthy to put a helmet logo next to their name, which means you probably can't parlay them te- or tease them or do anything fun with them. Uh, what do you think of this game, Dewey? 
I think UCF wins 38 to 10. I mean, they got a great defense. Temple, new coach, new program. They're struggling. They're playing at home, big night game. I think UCF rolls. I am with you on this one. Uh, Howie Dewey, uh, may I interest you in a bit of uh, line percentages on this one? Uh, 90% of the money, 90, is on Temple at the current moment. And the line has not moved. What does that tell you is holding that line down on the UCF side? Wow. There's a whale or two just pulling that fucking rope going, oh, yeah, keep keep going. Keep back. Yeah, somebody on the UCF side unloaded a few yeah, more. Yeah, there's nine people pulling a rope and a fucking sumo wrestler on the UCF, UCF side going. Yeah. 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 I so, like that even better. I love it right now. Yeah. So, Ev, put that on the board. Uh, Tommy G, Howie D, special. Uh, I like I like that we're under the number too. That's great. Fucking twenty three and a half. That twenty four is obviously not a super key number, but uh, it is a key number on some level. Uh, getting that multi divisible by uh, what's 17. the juice on that? Uh, that is even money. It's minus one ten. Mm. So it's a normal normal play for us. Minus twenty three and a half UCF. Uh, the other game, Dewey. The fucking rednecks are out in West Virginia. I know you have an affinity to those fucking cousin I, fucking rednecks. Yeah. You love talking about them. You love betting on them. Are you going West Virginia today? The home team in this series is 4-1 and one over the past five series. West Virginia doesn't lose Thursday nights. Mm. They don't lose because these guys are all jacked up on moonshine. You know, <laughs> They've been, they've been out banging their sisters all afternoon. <laughs> There's going to be 15,000 just fucking incest mutants just <laughs> putting tobacco on the people sitting in front of them. Incest mutants. And I'm telling you, in West so Virginia. true. That's what's going to be there. West Virginia will. They're, they're going to. I think they're going to pull this out. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh-huh. Um, but I think they end up winning the game. I like West Virginia on the money line. I'm actually on Baylor here, and it's rare. This is I'm not comfortable with it. I'm not comfortable with it because I don't like taking road teams, as you guys probably have caught on to pretty quickly. Uh, I pretty much never take a road team. I don't know. I got I got this weird feeling about Baylor here. I think this team is a little better than people think. And I watched that game last week with uh, OK State. They should have won that game. I like the way their coach is aggressive and will go for it in his own 20 and own 30. So I like their coach. I like the way they're coached. I like the way that they're aggressive and try not to punt if they can avoid it. Those are teams I like to bet on. But how are we doing? Me and you are going head-to-head on this one, and I'm not comfortable with it. I feel like I'd rather be on the Dewey side, home with the fucking rednecks, uh, raving cowbells, fucking finger-blasting their fucking aunt in the stands. You know What's going to happen? The quarterback from uh, Baylor is going to get a snap, probably first play of the game. He's going to go back. Somebody's going to be open, and he's going to look in the stands for a second – He's going to see a chick with three eyes. And she's going to be waving his sloppy titties like this. He's going to get all freaked out and throw. He, he watch for a pick early because the quarterback from Baylor's probably never seen any. Well, he's from Texas, but he probably has. So, um, no, it's going to be uh, – it should be a good game. But I Probably I mean, never seen a chick with three eyes, dude. I like – I used to teach a kid with three eyes down in Georgia. Now nah, it was fucked up, man. He could look – I'm telling you, I talk about this on stage. He – I would he he the kid couldn't read or write, but he got hundreds on everything, because he was looking he'd look at you and then cheat on the person on the right. <laughs> you'd never catch him. I'm telling you, <laughs> you couldn't catch him. Oh, 
Oh. I'm not kidding you, man. I, I, I'm not Tommy. I taught some wild kids. Who were the weird people that were like the neighbors that had a nickname for them that had the weird fingers and toes? Uh, yeah, fucking units. The units. <laughs> but we had a, we, I had a kid in my class, Tommy. He was the best. He was the fastest kid in my class. And he had no arms. <laughs> he had like little flippers coming out the side. Of his, <laughs> and, and I'm not shitting you, man. The kid's mother told me, <laughs> parent conference of the year she said listen this is serious if he gets in a fight you she Girl said yeah, if he gets in a fight he's gonna put somebody in the scissors with his legs because his legs were mute and the kid squatted like 730 pounds he was 11. <laughs> he was like 11. four foot three and his legs were like fucking Earl Campbell legs and this kid last day of school gets in a fight with another kid Puts him in the scissors, and the kids yell, "Mr. Dewey, Mr. Dewey, he's he's got Rock West, and he's gonna kill him." And this, he had him, he had him right around the neck. Why? Why go over? And I try to unlock his legs. Fucking, it's like a pit bull. It's like <laughs> yeah. fourteen pounds of pressure on this kid's neck, and I'm like, let him go. Raymond, let him go. I mean, you gotta imagine he can't let him go, right? That's his only position of strength. I mean, he's that's it. And he's, he's like, gotta oh, keep Dewey. him there, or else he's gotta, you know. He goes, this is last day on earth, man. This is it. I'm killing him. And so I did what the mother told me. I started, I started punching him in the legs. I started punching him in the thighs. And I'm punching the shit out of his thighs. And I, up, and I look up and the, <clears throat> and the assistant principal walk outside. And I'm a grown man punching Just a kid. pounding no on a fucking special needs kid. He's <laughs> punching him, punching him. Yeah, we had to fill out, we had to fill out like, Five pages of paperwork for that one. <laughs> and that's when Howie left teaching and became a comic. <laughs> All right, Howie Dewey. Tomorrow, we got a couple games tomorrow night. I haven't even checked. I know we got a jam-packed Saturday. Whoa. We got good games tomorrow. We got this weekend, this, this is my – honestly, I've looked at these this weekend. I started last night, but this is like my favorite weekend so far. We crushed awesome. last weekend. It's awesome. I, li I like the matchups. I think there's a lot of good watching games, too. I think it's not just good games to bet on. The Alabama, Tennessee, USC, Utah, the end of the night should be fucking awesome. Mississippi State, Kentucky should be fun. I think Florida State upsets Clemson. You like the yeah. Syracuse to upset NC State. I uh, like you. Oklahoma State's going to be a fun one. There's a lot of really good games. Kent State and Arkansas. Those are two I'm going to be watching. Yeah, I mean, Michigan, Penn State to kick it all oh. off in the fucking shit 10. Um, Kansas, yep. Oklahoma, you know, what is Bean going to do? Is this fucking uh, backup quarterback as good as he looked at the second half of that game? So tomorrow we're going to cover all this. We're going to spend a lot of time in the college football slate. Uh, Howie Dewey, thank you for joining us. We will see you tomorrow. Get back to whatever you were doing. You're still up in the mountains there with all the fucking uh, wolves? I'm headed back tomorrow, man. All right, you get back, back to tomorrow. You look great. You look great. <laughs> all yeah. right, my man. All right. <laughs> Dewey. Catch you later. <laughs> Oh, he looks like a fucking mountain man now, Evan. Has it shaved? He's got a little scruff and everything going. Rackets, how did that journey go to pick up children? Uh, I'm in line now. We're good. You're in line? All right. You're going to get an yeah. adult Happy Meal? Dude, they're all sold out, man. Uh, no more, toys? more toys? No. All right. So let's get to some MLB bets here, and then we'll go through the, the uh, amazing off. Guys, you don't want to leave. Actually, you know what, Evan? Let me see. How many likes we got? 94. Uh, get it to 100. We'll give out a free week. We'll get five more likes. We'll give them free. I'll be feeling generous today. Um, don't leave, guys. We have a phenomenal Thursday night football game that we're <laughs> going to break down at the end of the show. I, actually, I, put a, I put a trash can on the uh, thumbnail of this. Yeah. <laughs>
real, real, what was it, Dragon? Real hard knuckle battle. Uh, no nonsense. Real no nonsense battle between <laughs> no nonsense teams. Or um, MLB, though, I'm really excited about this. We got fucking Galati's Mariners coming at 3:37 p.m. I am all aboard the M train, as you know. I am not worried about Game One. I'm not happy about Game One. But what Game One showed me was these teams are even. Okay, that's what that showed me. These teams are even. This is not a mismatch. I told fucking this jerk off. Hold on, let me look at the YouTube here. Where's rackets in proportion to me when you do the thing? Uh, he's bottom below you. Under me. I told this jerk off down here uh, that the Dodgers were not going to sweep. Uh, Bill Rupp it just took off today because he didn't want to deal with me skull fucking him about the Padres and the Dodgers sweep. All right, these are not mismatch series. Mariners are just as good as the Astros. Are people about to find that out? Can they bounce back, though, Rackets? I wanted that 1-0 win. We got the hedge in at plus 900, made a ton of money off the hedge, so I'm not worried about the betting perspective. I wanted that fucking win for my M's. They blew it. Why are you bringing in a starter? Rackets. It's Robbie Ray, too. Why are you bringing in Robbie Ray, bro? The worst. You were rather the worst starter you could. I don't understand it. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I like Castillo today, though. Plus 128, I think they are. I like them a Plus lot today. Six, I think. But, I mean, dude, you cannot bring in a starting pitcher. These teams, dude, the Phillies keep doing it with Zach Eflin, and he gives up, like, fucking three runs in the ninth inning of every game, and they do it again the next game. These guys aren't built for this, dude. They, when you're a starting pitcher, now listen, I didn't. I played baseball at a high level. I played baseball in college. I didn't play. I wasn't a pitcher at a high level. But I pitched in high school, and I pitched before that. And – Pitchers have routines, right? So even on my team, I was never superstitious. I'm just a super freak athlete with a beautiful face and a huge cock. I don't know why that was important. Just felt I should throw it in. But the if you're a pitcher, you're a creature of habit, right? Like you eat a certain meal in the morning. You do a certain thing. Rackets, we heard Garrett Cole complaining because the game started eight minutes late that one day, right? So you yep. can't just take a guy and fucking say, hey, by the way, go throw 18 warm-up pitches and go be you out there right now. That's not how it works, especially in that type of spot. Two men on, Alvarez up. Fucking terrible coaching. I'm fucking – I would have I been fine with Seawald giving up the home run. I would have been okay with it. That's what Jordan does. He deserves it. Not Robbie Wright. Fin lose with your closer, Rackets. Lose with your fucking closer. The Red Sox the Red Sox ruined it. Now, ever since Eovaldi did it in 2018, every team thinks that they can just fucking – insert a starter and have them be dominant out of the bullpen. It's just not how it works, dude. It's fucking annoying. All right, so what do we? Th what do you think of the Mariners today? You like it? I like the Mariners today. Uh, I like Castillo. Um, he's been fucking awesome, dude. Great. So, um, Framber's good on the other side, too. I don't uh, I don't really – I don't think it's a high-scoring game by any means, but I think the Mariners uh, even it up tonight, 1-1. Yeah, I, speaking of high-scoring games, I thought the worst line of the year was the total on the fucking Padres game yesterday. I mean, that was a joke. We smashed the over on that. That was insane. I was like, oh, Kershaw, you Darvish. It's going to be a real, real pitching match. No, it isn't. They're fucking – Kershaw's trash and you chokes in the playoffs. Shut up. Uh, but this one, yeah, I do agree with you. This could go either way. I could see both these teams scoring some runs. I could see this being a 2-1 final. So I'm not really going to touch the total. I am on the Seattle Mariners. Give me the Mariners plus one and a half. I'm going to take this twice. So I'm going to take this two different ways. I'm going to take the Mariners plus the one and a half on the sheet here, Evan, because I want double exposure to this game. Uh, we're going to take the Mariners plus one and a half, best line minus 165. And I'm going to take the Mariners plus 135. Uh, you can make rackets 135 too. DraftKings hanging a 135. 
It's the best line out there. So uh, Seattle plus 135 and Seattle plus one and a half. I like them tonight, Joey. I like them. Yep. Uh, even if I'm, they I'm lose, with you. Even if they lose, I'm not giving up on it. I mean, they, they haven't lost a game at home yet. So this is still live, but fuck if they would have won that first one. They'd be fucking live as fuck. Uh, Yankees look to be playing tomorrow at 1 p.m., my dude. So let's cover that now because we won't yeah. be on the show for it. So what do you think about this? We got Nasty Nestor. We said they might sweep. They fucking came in, took care of business game one. Does Nestor take care of Bieber tomorrow? Yeah, uh, I'm not a big Bieber guy, man. Like, he's he's fine. He's good. But I just feel like he doesn't he doesn't ever wow me. So I'm, I'm, I think the Yankees, they could score a couple runs on him. And even if they don't, um, this game I do expect to be pretty low scoring. I don't think it's more than a two to one, three to one, three, two game. Uh, I think the total is like four, five and a half or six and a half. I would, I think it stays under. Yeah. I'm going to, uh, I'm actually going to be heavy on the Yankees. I think the Yankees sweep. I don't, I, I don't fucking, I think they'd be on me easy tomorrow too. Yeah, guys, Cleveland's the worst, one of the worst offenses ever to be in the playoffs this far. I mean, their offense is trash. They have nothing. I can't believe they made it past the Rays, honestly. Yeah, I mean, so. they got a Quan home run off Cole, and that was it. Like the who hit six all year, right? Like Oscar's good, and they got a couple guys who are good, like you know Jose Ramirez. But this offense sucks, dude. So, and their pitching isn't dominant enough to offset a weak offense like this. So, I'm with you, Rackets. I am surprised they beat the Rays. I didn't touch that series. I didn't watch it, uh, but I would have bet the Rays if if a gun was to my head. Nasty Nestor on the mound. Yeah, Yankees fucking cruise. I mean, yep. we're looking at a six total on this one. I'll probably be looking more towards a Yankee team total. I'll save that for the subscribers because I haven't dug into the analysis deep enough yet. But forget it. I think a Yankee two and a half, three and a half. Uh, we've been having a lot of success lately. Rackets, did you see what I did yesterday when I forgot to hit send on my plays? Yeah, when you, when you typed out half your play. Machado hit, Turner hit parlay. Machado two bases, Turner two bases parlay. Machado home run, Turner home run. First at bat each. Bong, bong. I'm like, fuck my life, die. Bang. Like, the worst thing ever yesterday. So uh, I've been having a lot of success with these hit parlays. Hit all five of my hit props yesterday. Do we want to make a little hit parlay to have a little fun tonight? Maybe Wang Chung tonight, who knows, in this Seattle-Houston game rackets. That anyone we want. Julio's at minus 190 to get a hit. Is there someone else you would like to form a cocaine and Legos hit parlay with? Um, probably or we hit someone from the Yankee game tomorrow. I'm going to say probably Ty France. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Let's throw that in there. I like that too. So we're going to go, uh, Mr. Mr. Hand, uh, Hand of the King. Julio Rodriguez and Ty France hit parlay plus 111. One, I like one, it. One, let's do it. I like that. Uh, let's go on. Well, I, I, we skipped the Yankees too. The the one thing about the Yankees, um, they're doing that stupid shit with the starter out of the bullpen too. They've talked about Tyone uh, being a closer. I, I don't know how that's going to work out for them. I don't know how I even feel about it. But just the fact that we're having this conversation uh, makes me not feel great about it to be honest with you. Just the fact that every team in baseball that's in the playoffs doesn't have a closer is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. This isn't like a regular season team that's doing this. These are the best teams left in the world, and half of them don't even have a person to close a game. Uh, it's just fucking disgusting what this league has come to. Uh, we'll talk about the Padres, Dodgers, uh, and any other games that end up being tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, let's go over to the NFL here, Joey Rackets. This seems like it's a fucking racket-based system here. We have a fucking game that everyone thinks is going to go under. Everyone's pounding on the under here. Two shit teams, two carcasses that are going to be dragged out there tonight. 
Totals fucking opened at 40 and a half. It's down to 37 and a half on FanDuel. Uh, we look at the odds percentages here, which I know uh, I like to look at a lot. And on the total, we are looking at 84% of the money on the under. Joey Rackets, do you have the balls to go over on this bare-knuckle brawl? Oh, my God, dude. Um, I want to, but I, I don't know if I can get there today. I got burned by the Colts and the Broncos where we just expected a shit show and we got it. We might not have a touchdown tonight. There, that is a real that's a real possibility. There may not be a touchdown tonight. So I don't think I get there, but if there's a way to, um, if there's a way to rig this game, it's going to be towards the over somehow, some way. Right. If it's, whether it's Carson Wentz balling out, whether it's fucking Justin Fields running for two touchdowns, maybe that's the only way that it happens. But, um, Oh, it's scary, bro. That's a, that's a scary bat right there. I mean, I really don't know how much action you guys really want to get on this game. I'm going to dig into it more in the next few hours, you know, as we start to see a little more of what's going on with the weather, what's going on with uh, – but, I mean, for me personally, there's one prop I really like on this. Um, I do like Mooney. Uh, I've been on Mooney's props for the last five weeks. Uh, let me see what the best line available for you, Jamokes, is right now. Uh, give me I saw one. The one prop I did like was Miss McKissick's receiving yards. I think it was like 19 and a half or 20 and a half, something like that. Um, that's the only one I have real interest in, and it's only because he played like four. He, he dominated. I shouldn't say dominated. He had the majority of the snaps last week, but it was only 41%. So that the running back snaps for the uh, the Redskins last week, was it was 29% for Robinson, 30 one 32 percent for gibson and then 41 percent for mckissick so he's got a slight majority there and it was a pretty neutral game script as well so um i assume wentz is under pressure a little bit and he's dumping off to mckissick so i like the over on his receiving prop i don't really like too much other other shit in this game dude i, I think it's gross yeah it is gross um so there's two things uh one <laughs> receiving yards evan receiving yeah. Well, one, I, I predicted the Cole Komet breakout game where he went two for 40 in week three. Um, that was a breakout game for him at that point. Uh, and he's actually starting to tick up towards normalcy, right? Like three targets, three targets, four targets, four for 45 last week, three for 16, two for 40. The reason why I'm saying that's a good thing is because his first two starts were zero for zero and then zero for zero on one target each. So... You know, we got to remember, this guy was drafted like fucking, you know, one of the first three tight ends no. off the board coming into the coming into the season. So I do have some interest. I haven't made a final call on whether I'm going to go with the Comet props or not yet. Um, I will let you guys know that subscribers on Rough and Rackets at 530. But I do have some interest. Small lean on Comet over two and a half. Throw it in there, Evan. Fuck it. Comet over two and a half catches. Um, it's oh. it's it's ugly. He's ugly, but I mean, minus 134 uh, at Bet Rivers. Uh, just come at over two and a half. He should get three catches today. I think he's going to start to evolve. We've seen, we've seen Fields attempt 20 passes in each of his last two games. So it makes it very difficult to really gauge what they're doing. Is this the 70 completion per game, seven for 11 guy, or are they starting to move him towards a 25, 28 uh, attempt situation? I don't know. Uh, last week was his best game, 15 for 21, 71% completion percentage with a touchdown, 118 QBR, eight rushes for 47 yards, uh, fumbled twice. That, you know, Fields can't ever have like just like a good day. He's got to fuck it up somehow. But I don't know. I, I think maybe he'll start coming along. I 
taking my bow and victory lap fucking for saying he's shit uh, at a college. He sucks. If you watch sucks, any man. of him at Ohio State, you knew he was going to be a nobody. Like, literal nobody. So, anyone who told you he was going to be a star is just trying to look cool in front of black people. I'm a white guy. I like Justin Fields. Justin Fields garbage. Like, he was trash. Like, I got called racist by everyone in the world. Uh, they just didn't watch college football. He was trash, trash at Ohio State. Uh, let's see. Anything else on this game? Do we want to go fucking... I mean, this is this has got first half draw written all over it, right? Draw first half under draw, yeah, all yeah. of it. So, so instead of doing our way to do it, let's just do it here for the freeloaders. Uh, you could just do first half draw plus nine hundred, Evan. So just throw that on there, nine hundred first half draw. Um, I mean, listen, if there's ever a game brackets, that should be three three six six that they have. This should be it. But I'm going to dig a little deeper into the weather. We're going to dig a little deeper into a couple matchup situations. But Mooney's the play that I like. Um, on the rushing side of the ball, I'm interested in Fields rackets at 40 and a half. And I'm interested in Brian Robinson rushing attempts. Uh, very interesting. I want them to put up some receiving props for him. I don't really see them anywhere. I don't know if you have. He played 19 snaps, got nine carries last week, I believe it was. Nine, 18 snaps, nine carries. And zero routes run. Didn't even run a route. Uh, Antonio Gibson is just gone all of a sudden. Like it's like McKissick and and Robinson, and now Gibson played 20 snaps, just didn't do anything in the air and anything on the ground. Uh, I, I don't know why they hate him so much. I get the fumble thing last year, but I mean, what he hasn't fumbled all year, Rackets. How does he just? They just throw Ghost. That was one of Ghost's plays too. He loved. He loved them. Um, he, it was. I think his rushing prop was nineteen and a half this morning. Yep. I. That, he I don't. He can't. I don't know. I just don't know. I, I mean, like we just went through the snap counts and everything from last week, but. I, I mean, you have Robinson coming off being, getting shot, and he, you can't. So you're not going to give him like 50, more than fifty percent of the snaps, and then you're still mixing in McKissick, who you would think would be. Um, more relevant when they're trailing, but it was a really neutral game script last week where he was the one that had the majority of the carries. So I really don't know, or the majority of the snaps. So I don't really know like which way to take it or whatnot, but um, the, I think the safest of the three is the McKissick receiving yards. I just don't, I don't, I don't really so love me, any let, of let those me, backs. Let me break it down for you guys, just so you guys can make your own decisions on it. On uh, what I saw that I thought was very weird. Uh, Brian Robinson was on a pitch count last week, so he's going to evolve each week. There was an 11 and a half sitting out there, uh, Robinson. Uh, let me just see. There was an 11 and a half. Yeah, it's still out there on FanDuel. Put that out there, Evan. Uh, Brian Robinson over 11 and a half rushing attempts. So last week in that game, he was on a pitch count. They were trying to limit him. He played 18 snaps and got nine carries, okay? And in those 18 snaps, nine carries, 52% attempt share. That's a phenomenal number to be on the field 18 times and get nine touches. That's that's absurd. To put that in perspective, J.D. McKissick had 26 snaps, uh, had zero attempts. And Antonio Gibson actually out-snapped Brian Robinson by two, 20 snaps to 18, but only had three carries to Robinson's nine. So now when you go to the receiving side of the ball, let me switch over my spreadsheet here. Uh, when you go to the receiving side of the ball on this one and look at the same exact scenario, you'll notice something else here. Uh, uh, position running back. Okay. Uh, now from the receiving side, uh, J.D. McKissick was on for 26 snaps. As I said, ran 20 routes. Okay. So he ran a route on like 
70% of the times he was on the field. Antonio Gibson was on the field 20 times and ran 13 routes, okay? And Brian Robinson was on the field 18 times and ran zero routes. So if we're going to use last week as a script for this running back situation, and this is important for your daily fantasy, for your showdown slates, and for your seasonal fantasy, if you're going to try and make sense of this Washington backfield, what we can glean from last week based on their numbers, if you look at basically their statistics from last week, you will go to Brian Robinson, ended the game 9 for 22 with no catches. If we go to Gibson, he ended the game 3 for 6 and 3 for 33. And then we go to McKissick, he ended the game 0 carries and 5 catches on 7 targets for 37 yards. So if you want to know how this is going to go, in my opinion, Robinson's going to play more. He's going to have a higher snap percentage than he had last week. He's going to get the bulk of the carries. He got literally 75% of them last week. Probably going to get that same number, which should put him over the 11 and a half. Gibson's going to be almost non-existent from the rushing side. Probably get four carries, you know, the whole game. And the receiving angle of it will be split between Gibson and McKissick leaning towards McKissick, McKissick. So I think Gibson here, Rack, it's kind of in purgatory, right? Like if they're going to run, they're going to run Robinson. If they're going to, if they're, yeah, if they're going to like split this into thirds, he might be the odd man out, which is crazy because he's, he was awesome last year. Yeah. So. I love them. I, I don't, I don't even think it's thirds. I think this is going to end up, I think it's like kind of like going to, he's going to get squeezed. Like he's in the like middle. a 45, like a yeah, 45 like thirds right middle. now. Yeah. And all of a sudden the wall is just going to start caving in and it's going to become two. So, yeah, you're going to see Robinson go up. He'll probably uh, just basically start to push Gibson clean out of the rotation to where we're seeing, you know, 10 snaps, 15 snaps uh, compared to 20 last week. So, I don't know. I'll make a final decision on this. I'm still doing final research on it, but that should be something to look for. If you see any Brian Robinson receiving snap, receiving props, slam them under. He didn't even run a route last week. Forget about have a catch. Didn't even run a route. Uh, anything else here on this game, Rackets? What's that uh, Mooney really. prop you got? Mooney over 40. It was 40 and a half this morning. Uh, I think it's 43 and a half now on 40. That was the best number. 44 and a half on most sites. Uh, that was the one that was minus one time. Gotcha. All right. And I'll probably be doing some little funder parlays, little fun unders uh, all over the place. Maybe like a alt under, like, you know, five things in an under parlay and seeing if that happens. Uh, nothing else on this game, Ragged? No. If you, are, if you guys want to have, like, an alternate thing, make, this really – this game really – there shouldn't be a touchdown. Under 20. Under 20 and a half would be, like, plus 300 or something, plus 400. I wouldn't hate that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that all unders have been hitting very well. Uh, at some, that alt over might be fun on this one, too. If fucking all hell breaks loose and Justin Fields starts running around like a man. Uh I will yeah. get hockey play right now. I do like the Devils tonight. Uh, we're on the Devils here, minus 120. Let me see what the best line is. Where's the Flyers? Small, very small on this one. Uh, I do like the Devils minus 122. Appears to be the best line. Devils minus 122. Six and one to start the hockey season over four deep bets. Let's fucking go. Fucking big wins yesterday, too. So uh, get on over to four deep bets. We'll have some more hockey for you for tonight, too. We will have more props. Uh, hit the two-touchdown prop yesterday and first touchdown prop on our board, Laburn, uh, in the Marshall game. And we're just going to be fucking tonight. We're going to take it easy with the fucking football. Just three or four bets. Just get in there. Get out of there. Look for some live opportunities. 
The nice thing is with all these props being so low, if someone does show themselves early, the live totals are going to be underinflated like we did with Cobb last week in the London game and just smashed Cobb uh, two different times. So we'll probably be doing a lot more live betting on this little fun circus bets. Um, let's do a raffle here, Evan. Let's fucking give some money away, give some fucking shit away, and get the fuck out of here. Oh, let's do it. We got the winner here today is going to be Joseph Grimm. You are the winner of free week 4DBets.com. Please DM Bill Rupp and not me. No reason to be grim anymore. Put a smile on that face, Grim. Joseph turn that frown Grimm. upside down, bro. Yeah, turn that frown upside down. Uh, yeah, DM Bill Rupp or Evan Hand. Or Evan Hand or no, just Bill Rupp. Just Bill. Just Rupp 40. Nah, don't, don't do it. Rupp 45 on Twitter. Go shoot him a DM. And uh, welcome aboard, Grim, if you're not already here. I, don't, I only know people's usernames. I don't know their real names. Uh, <laughs> all right, final words here. Uh, Rackets. Rupp and Rack is 5.30 in the Discord. We'll uh, have an update on Bill Rupp and Mrs. Rupp. Bill Rupp is dead. Uh, probably won't be there. Maybe a Cocaine and Lego show. Evan Maybe Cocaine and Lego. Maybe Cocaine and Lego. <laughs> Special edition. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. We will see you tomorrow. You better be here. 2 o'clock. Huge show. We'll give away more free shit. Be here. You should do it right now, right? Like, push the button right now. Right now. And if, if you do subscribe... A little little box pops up right right here. It says your name. So that way we Pretty know cool. you're not. That way we're watching. We know you're not doing it. So that's true. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm not even coming tomorrow. No bets for tomorrow. Uh, we will be here tomorrow, two o five p.m. You guys get here at two. We'll be here at two ten, two o eight, whatever. Call it two o five. It's a floating time. Come the later the show starts. So here's how it works. Let me explain something to you. So we're in here at 155, righty? Like we're in here 157, 150. I'm here at 130, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've been sitting here. If I caught him jerking off one day, that is true. Fucking, uh, but listen, what I do is I don't start the show until I see like 80 or 90 people in there. So the fact that I come late and you guys are now coming late, you're just delaying the start. I don't start when you want me to. I start, so if you come at 2.15, we'll start at 2.16. So if you want us to start at 2, the second Evan tells me, yo, we got like 80, 90 people in there, I go, okay, let's go live. So you're getting, you're, you're not, you're following me, which is wrong. I come late so that you can fill in. Come late, fill in. So let's try it tomorrow, okay? Everyone show up early tomorrow. Everyone show up at 2, and let's see. We get 80, 90 people waiting in the waiting room, bam, we're going to be live. Usually it's just me and Evan hanging out for five minutes. It is not. I'm fucking here all the time. Bill Rupp's the last one. All the time. He used to be first. Now he's last. I'm done. I just got water on my laptop. Everything's fucked. All right. Oh, my God. He's got my computer now. Brand new. I got to clean quick. We got to get out of here. For Joey Rackets. For Howie Dewey. Bill Rupp, who's dead. Unfortunately, it sucks. Uh, (laughs) And Evan Hand. I am Tommy G. Good luck. Stay catching, motherfuckers. Let's go!